Mustang Gang Podcast, and time to talk tennis with Scott Lynn. Glad you could be with us for these podcasts. Hope you're telling your friends, and uh, it's always uh, fun to talk tennis with Scott. And uh, let's talk a little bit about what happened uh, this past weekend here at the uh, Mustang Tennis Center. You had a couple of uh, top-ranked junior college teams in. I know some people see you're scheduling junior college, and why would you play a junior college team? Well, you know, the team's that we played this weekend are as good as the division two teams we play. Um, things have changed a little bit with the transfer portal with junior colleges, kind of the availability of players to be able to transfer from any university, not just a junior college. So there's different reasons why somebody would be at a JUCO, but, you know, I was talking to the coach at Cali and um, their number two guy had for some reason didn't get into LSU and he was playing number two for him. And so, you know, that's uh, – it's good competition. It's good competition. On the men's side, we don't have – you know, I try to get – you know, we've played Baylor before in the past. Right. And we've played a TCU. We've even played a Texas Tech and an SMU. But getting those consistently on our schedule is pretty difficult. So there's not a lot of um, quality men's matches out there unless you're going to play the same team multiple times during the year. And we already play our teams in our conference in the fall at tournaments, and then we'll play them in the regular season and then potentially play them in the conference and then play them again in the regional. So, you know, it, trying to get those matches on the men's side. And then me coaching both teams, it makes sense to get both the men and women at the same time because I, you know, it, if I'm doing one team, then the other team's not getting to train or getting to play a match. So it's good to have a men's and women's team available to play. So did you get the quality competition you were looking for this past weekend? Oh, yes. Yeah, well, we went to Tyler, and we played at Tyler, and they've always – Dash does an amazing job, and Coach Peterson before them. They've won many national championships, and uh, it's very good level of talent, and their men's team's uh, very strong this year. And then Cali has done a really good job. Uh, Manuel has done, a, has done a very good job up there at Cali and kind of building that um, back up again. I think Collins as strong as they've been in a long time, and so – yeah, I think, you know, we're trying to play. We play a lot of Friday and Saturdays, and so what you've seen in our schedule is, you know, we'll play a Friday and then we'll doubleheader on a Saturday so that when we get into our season, you know, we can go back-to-back-to-back-to-back matches and, and be okay and be men- – it's not even about – a lot of times it's not even about physically being mentally strong. It's more about mentally being there consistently and emotionally being there consistently, and so that's the challenge, and if you train it, then – it should happen late in the season. I mean, there's certainly a physical aspect to tennis, but but it is a little bit like golf in that it's also a mental game, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think from a you can train an athlete to do all the things they need to do in a match, but then a player has to go out there in a court and be very clear-minded and problem-solve out there because the player on the other side may not hit a you know just a regular backhand to them they may hit a slice to them the whole match and so how do you adapt to a slice the whole match and what do you do differently do you you move forward more you got to move your feet up more there's some things you have to do but it should play to your advantage at some point um based on the training that we do if your mind is clear when you're out there playing and i think that's that's a big 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 thing is get the matches in but when you're competing continue to grow and learn so that you're Mind allows you to problem solve out there. I tell a lot of, you know, I've told a lot of our people around our program, you know, tennis is like having six quarterbacks playing at one time. I mean, from my perspective, they've got to be able to be in charge of their court. They have to be able to problem solve out there on the fly. 
And then on the men's side, I think, you know, in, in men's tennis, because there's so much speed and quickness and you got to be able to lose a point because pretty quickly um, it's a little bit like being a defensive back, almost <laughs> the, the agility and balance that it takes on the tennis court. And you also have a uh, defensive back. They always say they have to be able to forget the last play. Right. Uh, it's kind of similar, isn't it? If, if right. you have a bad point or a bad game, you've got to just set that aside and go on to the next point. Right. The On the men's side, um, our women are, are better at that right now. And our men's teams, that's kind of the progression is we've got to continue to grow in that area is that we move on and kind of stay in the present because our, our men's teams, it's a great group of guys and they work very hard every day. And um, we're, we've got the talent on the team. And uh, so it's just a matter of time as we kind of grow and mature on the court, we're going to win – We'll be playing better in two months than we are playing right now. We're not playing badly right now. Uh, we're playing good, but we'll play really well in two months. Uh, do, do you have any reason why the, the women would be ahead of the men? Is that just coincidence or? No. I, I Just the athletes that you have? I just, the, the ladies are a little bit older. <laughs> Maybe just a little bit older. Um, but again, you know, the men's matches that we've lost, I think we've lost three matches this year. Uh, Tyler, Cali, and Northwest Missouri State are all very good tennis programs. And, you know, we were going to have to be sharp and to win those matches. And we're not quite as sharp as we need to be. And so on the women's side, we've learned, you know, whereas maybe in the past couple of years we've had – you know, three or four singles players show up and be focused from match to match. Now we've got, in my opinion, we're getting five to six consistently show up. And then our doubles has has grown, and those teams really like to play together, which is a lot of fun for us. And so, you know, you, I don't know what the difference is. I just think it's a matter of time on the men's side. I think the men will, will figure it out um, from a standpoint of they'll be able to reach what they can do physically what they do they, they'll be able to reach that mentally and competitively on match day and when they do that I, I think we'll be as good as anybody in the country and that just comes with playing matches right, right. I mean I guess there's some things you can do on the practice court but right. it really comes down to match play doesn't it right I mean we're especially in singles I mean there's certain parts of singles you can work on you can work on service plays you can work on your return you can work on your your rally ball you can work on your transitional stuff but you got to play the points so that you learn how to stay in the moment you learn how to work through it and matches that's why we always play a lot of matches and that's why we play a good schedule i mean there's other division two teams we could have gotten um in this last weekend to come play us or we could have went and played them up in kansas or wherever and but we would not have competitively got the matches that we need to play so that we're ready for our season and ready to make a run nationally. And you might have got wins in those matches, right. but you're looking to sharpen yourself up so that in two months you can be as good as possible. Right. right? I mean, you can't – you can build confidence from winning, but players, they know if they had to focus or not. They know how hard they had to work to win those matches. And when you can stay focused and you can work through situations and you can – compete on a high level and you put yourself in a position to win against players they know are exceptionally good or win those matches, that changes. And sometimes when you're just winning matches um, and you don't have to really focus and you don't have to consistently play hard and you don't have to commit to what you do in practice every day, but you're winning those matches, 
it teaches you the wrong lessons. And so that's, uh, you know, there's definitely value in winning. And, you know, I, I think you should be winning. You know, if, ideally, if we can win 75 to 80% of our matches, that's pretty great. But if we're winning 90 to 100%, then we should be consistently number one or two in the nation at that point. We shouldn't be, you know, 25 in the nation at that point. So, uh, Were there any individuals, either men or women, that really stood out for you this past weekend? Yes, um, on the women's side, uh, you know, uh, Sydney Williams did a great job of stepping in. She's moved up to number one doubles this year. She did a really good job in singles this weekend. Um, but again, I think across the board, our women's team did a did an exceptional job of being ready to compete, accepting their role. Um, so that was it was fun to watch. You know, you, you watch, and I really saw six ladies in singles this weekend that um, were ready to problem solve the entire match. And maybe we didn't play our best tennis, but we got ourselves in position to win matches consistently because we were staying in the moment and not getting too high or too low. On the men's side, um, I think Luis Diaz has done an excellent job this year. Uh, I think he has... uh, Put, I mean, I watched him play when he played at St. Edwards. We coached against him. Um, he's grown. His doubles is better. His singles is better. You mean physically he's grown? He's Well, he's, he's a big guy, but he's he has, he's grown in his belief in his in game. In his mind. In his, in his game and his transitionally, he's better, and he's better at the net. And so his everything he's using is serve more. There's so many things that are growing. So I'm, I'm excited to see how this season progresses for him. Uh, Germano Setti. Did a really good job this week, this past, uh, especially on Saturday. He did a really good job as well. Uh, Marcel Moret for the, this year has kind of taken a jump as a player. Uh, so that's that's been nice. Um, you know, back on the women's side, you know, when one of our players is injured, uh, that kind of changes things in tennis. You know, if you – I was talking to one of the um, one of the coaches this morning and – you take, you lose your one or two player, it doesn't just affect that spot. It may affect five spots. Because there's a domino effect, right? Right. right. Yeah. And so, you know, on the women's side, with one of our players who's been injured almost the entire season, two of our players actually, um, the one and three players from last year, we, we really haven't skipped a beat because the ladies that have moved into those positions are competing so well um, and they're ready to play. And – you know, if, if I do a good job preparing them, uh, they do a good job of preparing themselves and they stay in that mindset, we'll put ourselves in, consistently put ourselves in position to win matches. You know, in, in every sport, every coach, I think, wants depth. But it's not just a nicety for you, is it? I mean, you have to have depth. Right. I mean, we've the best teams that we've had here in the last – on both sides, the teams that get to the national quarters, um, they've we've had really – strong competitors at four, five, and six singles. I also think you have to have a player at the top of your lineup that just that that really takes charge of your program and really is the identity of your program in a, in a very strong and classy way so that other players have somebody to look to. But depth is, depth is huge because that one player that's at the top gets one point and 
four, five, and six, they get three points. It's kind of interesting what you're talking about with the one player because you don't think of it in tennis, even in in, in college tennis where there's a team structure. You know, in uh, in basketball or uh, football, you'll say, well, he lifts the play of his teammates. You're saying that that, that that happens in tennis as well. Right. I mean, it's that's that's the level. I mean, you can construct drills. You can construct situations and practice. But there's got to be a player that can reach that. If not, everything seems almost too too difficult. Um, and that's a challenge for a player to get through is when mentally you think something's potentially too difficult. When you have a player in your program that embraces the best every time out and they can play with the best and beat the best and they know they can do it, um, that helps the confidence of the rest of the team. But in saying that, you're right. In the end, you've got to have depth. You've got to have six people that can problem solve and, and – work through situations out there on the court and um, in singles. And then in doubles, it's a little faster and quicker. And we have a style that we like to play, and we'll make adjustments out of it. But, uh, you know, doubles is, is short and fast and, and exciting. But And it's only one set. So yeah. it, you got to be on right from right from the go, you know, right from the get-go. Right. Uh, you say you have a style. What is that style? How would you describe that? I, I think that we uh, – we want to control what's going on the court as much as we possibly can. And when, uh, you know, we've seen some teams in the past counter us. Uh, that's my job as a coach to kind of develop something in practice that allows us to be comfortable with the, what somebody's going to adjust. It's kind of like a basketball team that plays full court press the entire game. Um, we kind of like to do that in doubles. So you're attacking the net? That's we're, kind of what I'm hearing. <laughs> well, we're, we're in position to try to not let opponents get comfortable against us. and But there are ways to counter that, you know, positionally on the court. You can you can move somebody if you got the right players playing against them. And then so my job then becomes, okay, how do I make sure that our team is ready for that? And so, yeah, I mean, but – stubbornness and and quickness and speed and and yeah closing off the net that's uh that's important uh, especially in doubles right right i mean I, I know it can also be beneficial in singles but having played a little bit of doubles myself i know if you can win at the net you're going to be in a lot better shape right uh you got southern arkansas and st mary's coming up this week what should we expect yes, out of those matches both good teams uh you know bill Maycom at at st mary's done an excellent job of of kind of building those tennis teams. Um, and then and the, the women were good before he got there. Lisa did a really good job, but Bill's done a very good job of making them consistently solid on both on both sides. Um, and then Greg at Southern Arkansas, that was a tough match. The women won last year. The men lost up there. Um, obviously, we have a completely different team. He may have a completely different team as well. We think we're pretty tough here at – at MSU to play against. These are, you know, our courts. And, um, you know, so I don't think anybody comes in here thinking it's not going to be a, a tremendously difficult match. So it does matter? I mean, you think there is a home court advantage? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, you get in a, in a you know, you get in a van and you have to drive, you know, four hours in the morning to go play a match at 2 o'clock. Or, I mean, yes, you have to go to school here, but you're in your own bed. You're not in a van all day. You know, and at a two o'clock start, there is an advantage. You know, we've 
we've had uh, we've had a lot of uh, people in the community come out and support us, and family members support, and and then also you know men's soccer, you know, pretty much annually has done a very good job of coming out. I not want to call out any other programs, but you know, men's soccer, especially. Well, there is kind of this symbiotic relationship between those two sports, and I'm not sure why that is, uh, but a lot of a, a lot of soccer players are tennis fans and right. vice versa. Right, it's international sport. Yeah, so they understand the sport. Um, but I, you know, I, I just think you know Doug Elder before, even before uh, Coach Meacham was here, Doug did a great job of. He'd come out to our matches, and I'd have to kind of talk to him about, hey, this is the. This is what you can and can't do because he was in it. He was in the match, and I can imagine. And it was awesome, and we loved it. But uh, we need we need as many fans and people out at our home matches because I think our I think it's fun to watch a player that's playing for your university or for your athletic program that's going one versus one against another university, and our players in it and committed and willing to do whatever you know whatever it takes within the rules to be successful. And I. I think that's exciting to get behind. And tennis can be a very exciting sport. I mean, and it can be, and I mean this in a positive way, it can be a, a tension-filled event. Right. Uh, there's something about it, even as a spectator, that I just think it's different from other sports. And I mean, maybe the best comparison, I know Bud Collins used to make this comparison between tennis and boxing, right. but it's that one-on-one -on -one right. matchup, and it can be nerve-wracking. Right. No, it's definitely, you know, I think players have to enjoy that experience. Players have to be very clear-minded when they're going out there to do that. And, uh, yeah, I think for fans, from a fan perspective, when you – and we talk about this. If you want people to come out and watch you and support you, obviously you need to be successful. But you also need to embrace competing and really embrace competing because, like what Bud Collins said, I mean, it's a lot of fun to watch two people go toe-to-toe and just go toe-to-toe, -to -toe and there's no substituting. It's just like this is what it's going to be for the next three hours, two players going at it, and uh, I think that's pretty cool. It is really cool, and we encourage people to come out and support the Mustangs, and we appreciate you doing this, and hopefully we'll get a few people out there for okay. you. Thank you, Pete. That's uh, Scott Lynn talking tennis on this Stang Gang podcast, and thank you for listening. I'm Pete Stein. So long.